the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the show. My name is Scott. My name is Jeremiah. And we are back. We had a bit of a week off in a way last week. We uh, we had our big 150. It was. It was a week off, yet we were busier than we've ever been Absolutely. before. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we didn't record our typical show. And uh, anyone who liked 150, please make sure to drop us a line either on our Facebook group or on Twitter. Uh, we'd like to get some feedback. Uh, we're pretty proud of it. I think yeah, it turned yeah out we, we had a lot of... And actually, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Kyle Brock... Um, he was a big help on recording uh, aspects of Foreskin Madness. Um, those of you who don't know what Foreskin Madness is, li- listen to the damn show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Kelly Bear, of course, for also my, my lovely wife for a couple of ads, and also um, uh, Foreskin Madness. And uh, Kyle Martell and Lit Tyler for helping on uh, the Chunk Stuffers ad as well. And then the rest of it, I think, was just you and I just busting our balls for uh, a long like time. two weeks almost of just yeah, work a lot on one of hours. Episode. We kind of forgot, like we we'd done like Star Wars things and things like that and uh and kind of forgot that like when you decide to like do 31 minute skits it's way harder than doing one 30 minute skit so sure but thanks every uh, to everybody who helped out with that and uh also thanks to everybody who listened and hopefully enjoyed it and uh if you're a member of our fan group already you probably saw that we started a question of the week uh that was up today and uh let's see we finished with it for the day we have some great responses and if you'd like to chime in on further question of the weeks and you've yet to become a member of our fan group just go to facebook and type into the search bar lost at home podcast fan group uh there's also a page but we really don't do a lot with it except advertise new episodes so make sure to be in the fan group uh we'll do a question of the week uh each week probably on monday uh even if we don't record monday we'll just get out of the way on mondays uh, we appreciate everyone who answered, and at the end of the show, we will be reading the best of them and uh, shouting out the people who uh, gave those. Then. Absolutely, and also on the fan group, you can vote on whether you're part of this uh, uh, Patreon group or not, um, which we're going to get into in a second. You can actually vote on the movie that uh, we do provide commentary on each month. Uh, if you're part of the fan group, you can actually uh, chime in, tell you tell us which movie you'd like to hear, even if you're not a part of the Patreon um, uh, group, uh, but you should be, and... Uh, you can still actually vote on it. You can actually chime in and tell us which movie we should provide commentary on. This month, uh, it's going to be Freddy Got Fingered, actually, yes. that one it that we're going to record pretty soon. And uh, speaking of Patreon, actually, I want to shout out Patreon a little bit. Sure. Um, with our Patreon, we've set up a couple tiers. Uh, the most popular one is the $3 tier. That gives you access to our new podcast, Lost at Home. Uh, uh, Lost and Found. Lost and yes, Found. Sorry. I'm yep. still getting used to the new name. <laughs> they're, they're so close. They're so <laughs> similar. Yeah. And I did that on purpose, yeah, actually. The, I'm the one who came up with that name, I believe. And the, yeah, and the first, the first month, actually, was uh, in January, uh, was... I was very happy with all the work I've been doing on, on 150, not that you haven't as well, but I was putting it together toward the end so you and Bruce Bruce kind of carried the weight on Lost and Found. Really appreciate yeah, that. Every month of Lost and Found will be a different theme. Uh, January was essentially a Dingo Droppings travel show where yeah. I wanted to go to New Zealand and Bruce Bruce tried talking me out of it and it was actually quite fun. Uh, I, th- I think we ended up pretty good uh, Yeah, by the time it was done. So. And uh, we're now starting work on the February one which is a completely different show with completely different people on board. Uh, if you, cho- if you uh, choose to do the $3 level of Patreon you will get that. Yep. Uh, I believe with the $5 level you get that and the commentary episode exactly and, and but reg- regardless uh on our fan group uh you can go ahead and vote on the commentary and let us know which movie we should let that five dollar group hear us chat about uh yep. which we're about to record the first of uh and we also want to uh shout out the patreon folks from uh the the tiers so far because part of the 
regardless part of the $1, $3, any tier whatsoever, we will shout you on the podcast. Scott, we've got a group already set up. Yeah, we just started this, so we only have a few at the moment, but we know there's a few more coming. We've gotten a, a few little whispers through the grapevine of the internet of people who said, oh yeah, I'm going to join up, just give us a few days. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, so they're waiting for some content. We're, we're putting a exactly. lot of that together, yeah. So, so far we have Kelly Bear, of course, my wife has joined. She wants to hear the uh, the great Bruce Bruce. She loves him and thinks he's amazing yep. and funny. Uh, we also have Fear Inns from, what is it, FYFC Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he joined, and we have Christopher Ball, uh, who's actually our Gold Star member at the moment, because he's the only $5 tier. Which means he's he is... At this point, folks, he's a 100% chance to win the monthly giveaway that we do for the $5 tier as well. Yeah, so. if you do the $5 tier, you have to listen into the commentary episode, and we will be picking one of our $5 tier subscribers each month to win a prize. Yeah. So uh, Chris is a shoe in unless someone else <laughs> jumps absolutely. in. Right now, and again, we expect that to, to uh, early on. We're in our first couple of weeks of it, so uh, but we're trying to get more folks. So uh, check that out. And um, I think outside of that, we are pretty much just this – this week we are going to be com- continuing our amazing Lloyd Kaufman interview. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman, for those of you who don't know, is uh, the co-founder of Troma Entertainment, which makes amazing movies like uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Of course, everybody knows Toxic Avenger, Toxic Avenger 2, all of those. Um, and uh, the Troma Now, uh, I think it's watch.troma.com, is the uh, the place to go to actually see anything Troma, uh, which he discusses as well. Uh, if you didn't hear the first part of the interview, you should check out uh, one Forty-nine, which was a prime number episode, and this is 151, the twin prime of 149, uh, that uh, Lloyd Kaufman actually started his interview in. We're picking up where we left off in that interview with the 10 questions that we asked Lloyd Kaufman, and big surprise, Lloyd had a lot to say about the questions that we posed him. So, uh, I don't know, Scott, I'm ready to jump right into this. You? Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump right in. Here's Lloyd. Um, well, we're, uh, I think actually we're about time. Uh, we're definitely not done with you yet, Lloyd. We actually want to uh, go into something a little even more abstract than what we've been talking about, which is where we d- jump into 10 questions you may or may not have been asked before in an interview, but hopefully not. I'm going to take the yep. odd numbers here. I'll we're take gonna, even. Yep. And, uh, and really what the way that we do these is you can feel free to just go off the, the rails and elaborate all you want, or you can make these quick little one-off yes or no kind of things. Not yes or no, but answer the question and zip right through them. It's all up to you. Um, be as loose as you want. My first First one here, what is your all-time favorite horror movie? It would have to be, well, the most important horror film to me, Lloyd Kaufman, would be Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. The original, very original Frankenstein. Boris Karloff. The original uh, Frankenstein by uh, James, whatever his name is, uh, Whale, James Mm -hmm. Whale. Yep. Yep. It's classic. Yep. And a huge influence on Toxic Avenger, obviously. I always wanted the Frankenstein monster to live and... Toxie lives. Yeah, Yay. yeah. Though so he's like the he's like the monster that was created that is essentially a good guy at heart, created by a bad guy. And, sort and of. you have to remember, Uncle Lloyd was in grade school in the late fifties uh, and early sixties. For me to discover Frankenstein and Zachary on TV, you know, the the is the, the, the is the same thing as you guys discovering uh, the Toxic Avenger on uh, VHS or whatever, DVD or, or you know what I mean? And for oh, yeah. me, that was mm-hmm. like, whoa, and then there's the Wolfman, and then there's Lon Chaney, and then, the, you know, it was it was uh, a big deal for us. And uh, the same thing goes on with people like uh, Cool Duder. I don't know if you follow, if you look at his videos on, uh, on uh, he, he reviews a lot of uh, Blu-ray and DVDs and, uh, you know, how, how you, you, you know, how you discover Ted V. Michaels and stuff like that. And, but uh, you know those were all they, uh, 
for me, discover, discovering Frankenstein at the age of 12 or whatever was uh, like you guys discovering the class of Newcomb High or something, you know? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to number two. Uh, what is your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Uh prefer you not say number two. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, numero deuce. Uh, the second one. Yeah, numero duo. Uh, or the second one. What's my favorite what? Halloween costume as a kid. As a kid, uh, the devil. I love the devil. Yeah, do, did you go as that more than once? Did I what? Did you dress up as that more than once? I I was the devil until I, um, until I um, was... Um, until I became Barbara Streisand for Halloween. Yes. Oh, very good. Fair enough. Now, I found something much more frightening. <laughs> uh, all right. If you could redo one popular big studio movie in all of history, Troma style, what would it be? You've got full creative control over this movie. What movie would you remake that was a big studio movie? I would remake Pal Joey. I'm a big fan of musicals, and I'm a big fan of Rogers and Hart. Nice. who preceded Rodgers and Hammerstein. And the movie was an abomination, even though Frank Sinatra was in it, and I think, uh, uh, I can't remember who else, but I, I would remake that. I don't know that I'd have people puking and shitting, but it's a very dark <laughs> movie uh, about um, um, sophisticated, uh, perverse romance. Uh, it's a story by John O'Hara, a short story, and I would uh, I would love to do that. But uh, you could get it to happen. you could get it to live up to its potential. In other words, so I think so. Yeah, I well, I certainly it certainly it it is a masterpiece. Uh, it's one of the greatest uh, musicals mm. of all time, but it unfortunately is has not been well served by the uh, sprocket holes. All right, uh, number four. Have you ever had an actor or actress refuse to film a scene because of a gross-out factor or for any other reason? And if so, what were the circumstances? I've never had an actor refuse anything because we we have a very long pre-production period, and and during that pre-production period, we um, we ferret out. And I use the word ferret; uh, it's a good actor word. Uh, we ferret out uh, the. Uh, the uh, the cancer on the presidency uh, that's a bad mixing of metaphors <laughs> but uh, we uh, you know as if there's anybody who's going to refuse any here's how we do it we do a long casting session I've written six books uh, there are, it's in my books we take a long time to cast and and when we do cast if there's anything that requires nudity or lots of blood or or heavy uh, prosthetics we do all that during the um, during the uh, the auditions and then we do it uh, constantly during the rehearsals and we film the rehearsals and we film the whole movie ahead of time actually and and usually uh, after two or three months of that if there's a bad egg to continue the mixed metaphor um, we can uh, dispose of it um, the only uh, thing we've had is I had to fire the man who played Toxic Avenger when we were doing Toxic Avenger Part 2, when Toxie goes to Japan. We had to fire the guy because his ego got huge, uh, and he was just uh, no good. Oh, he wow. was, uh, he was uh, being a, 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 a diva and treating the crew uh, in a bad way and making production assistants carry his suitcases and shit like that you know we don't everybody's equal on a trauma set there's no uh vips 
the star of our movie uh, was waiting on tables uh, last week, you know, that kind of... <laughs> there's no reason why anyone should treat the star of the movie any different from the blood boy. In fact, in a way, the blood boy is probably more important. You, so so, uh, so, so uh, that's not really true, but, uh, but the point is uh, there's no... no the, nobody should be catering to anybody on a trauma set. And when it, if a diva happens, they, that person must go. Absolutely. So that's the only. Uh, uh, we otherwise we've had no 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 nobody's ever objected to anything. Nice. Um, oh wait a minute! No, that's not true. A Toxic Avenger, the first Toxic Avenger, um, the guy who had the painted face, the the, the two so, painted uh, two toned face, half was red and mm -hmm. half was black. Mm -hmm. um, he. Uh, he quit uh, during the Mexican uh, scene, uh, the Mexican taco, uh, fast food taco scene, where right. he was uh, told to point a, a, a shotgun at an innocent little baby, and uh, that was so upsetting to him. You can see it in the movie. Uh, he's great too. He's a very good actor, uh, and uh, but his uh, uh, and we had rehearsed this over and over again. But uh, when it came time for the shooting day, he did it. He was very professional, and he was terrific. But then uh, he quit because he just said this was much too disturbing. He couldn't. He couldn't handle. It. He couldn't get his brain around it. Wow! And he quit. And uh, but other than that, uh, and he, it's not like he refused to do the scene. It's just he he didn't want to continue with the movie. Yeah, there's and, some respect uh, in that as well. I mean, I can understand. Yeah, that. At least well, like, I the don't know. I don't respect it. Uh, I hate them because <laughs> yeah. we had plenty of rehearsal. We went to, yeah. we rehearse, we rehearse, we go to, the, we rehearse in a rehearsal studio. Then we rehearse in the, uh, in the uh, locations themselves. We filmed the fucking rehearsals, and then finally we uh, we film oh, it's on not, the yeah. location. It's game time, so, and then he's not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he said the script said it. You know, it's not like it wasn't in the script. The point is. Uh, uh, he did, uh, however, um, have a very illustrious uh, career, culminating in a part in uh, in um, uh, Flipper Part Three or so. Oh, wow! <laughs> no, well, uh, Free Willy Part Three. Uh, he had a big, big part in that. So, God bless him. <laughs> okay. Now, this isn't. He was a very good actor, though. Good. Yeah. I was very sorry to, to that he had to leave. That was yeah. too bad. Now, this isn't the next question, but this is related to something you just said, and my wife won't let me live this down if I don't ask you, because she kept asking me this question. Uh, we six, uh, six and a half inches fully <laughs> erect. Uh, uh, well, well, uh, <laughs> you heard it here, Kelly. <laughs> no, she the answer. Uh, oh, so that was not the question? No, that's amazing, though. Yeah, no, we were going to ask that <laughs> offline, actually, yeah. but I'm glad you got oh. it out there for everybody. No, we were watching uh, Toxic Avenger 2 uh, not that long ago, actually, a couple months ago, and yeah. uh, that scene in Japan where Toxic or Toxie is uh, sleeping in like a town square type thing, and he's covered in pigeons, and then he gets up and the pigeons fly away. Uh, my wife just couldn't figure out how you got him to be covered in pigeons. <laughs> how you got trained pigeons to <laughs> l like sit on top of a, a Toxic Avenger guy in a suit? Yeah, yeah. We had to train the pit. We raised them from uh, eggs to. Uh, <laughs> to uh, and by the way, if you see poultry guys, poultry guys, we ha yeah, no, no, you... not poultry guys. Okay. Sorry, uh, stuck on you. Check out stuck on you. It's free on Troma movies. Okay, I think it's Troma's best comedy. But when we were making that movie, I had a joke about uh, uh, the the protagonist of the film is always trying to get the chickens to lay more eggs. 
So he's heard about uh, genes, uh, you know, working with genes. So um, uh, the joke was, uh, you know, cotton that their chickens are wearing little uh, blue jeans and uh, <laughs> I would, jeans. I, I was hoping and, that was uh, going to be and it. And, you know, chickens don't like to wear clothing. So we had chickens growing in our office in the editing rooms. We had chickens, and every day from the time they came out of the shell, we'd put the uh, blue jeans on them. So by the time they became adults and we were filming, they were willing to wear the the uh, the uh, the blue jeans, and then also we uh, he had another idea in the movie uh, he 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 makes a chicken porno film <laughs> to show to the fifty thousand egg laying hens that are in the <laughs> hen house, uh, hoping that'll induce them to make more eggs, and uh, we had to have the chickens wearing uh, you know kind of sexy uh, underwear and and bras and things, so um, uh, we try you know. The only way they would do that is starting from uh, being a baby. <laughs> I, I, uh... <laughs> we don't take ourselves seriously. We don't take ourselves seriously, but we take our movies very, very, very seriously. No, that, that's that's. I, I still have no idea whether or not to believe you because you are uh, Lloyd Kaufman, and I, I don't know if that's actually true or not. Because that sounds amazing if it is, and also amazing no, no, if it is. No, it, it's the truth. The um, the sad part for the pigeons, at least, is that. Uh, uh, you know, at the end of a movie when you have a rap party, yeah. Well, those pigeons made the crew very happy during the uh, rap party. Ah, uh, sexiest times. Chef, <laughs> chef. <laughs> no, 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 not no, that. I, I was gonna go with eating, but you just went straight to banging <laughs> pigeons. That's fine. Chef did a great job. <laughs> no, that's a joke. I, that is not true. Okay, <laughs> that is not true. Um. Okay, well, we've got that out of the way. Uh, we're going to go on to number five. And actually, we've talked a little bit about Shakespeare, and I know there's been Shakespearean references in Troma from Tromeo and Juliet and Shakespeare in and out. And actually, you just mentioned Tempest. Um, wondering uh, what other classic literature or plays uh, that you think could be improved by uh, the Troma treatment? Oh, improved by the Troma? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think I, I was like, boo, Romeo and Juliet, and Tromeo and Juliet, I thought it was amazing. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Odyssey, Can't. you know. Well, uh, certainly, you know, I already mentioned Pal Joey, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, and that definitely could be improved by, uh, I mean, we could, we could make our worst movie ever, and it would be better than the original Pal Joey, which uh, starred Sinatra, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, uh, boy, uh, I'm trying to think what, say that again, plays? plays? Oh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, classic literature, even another Shakespeare piece that you haven't touched on. That's actually originally what I was going to ask, but then I, like, you, Well, The uh, Tempest, The Tempest yeah. is my favorite Shakespeare, and it's appropriate at this point in my, um, uh, I hate to use the word career, but maybe at this point in my uh, age, at my age, uh, you know, it's all about the loss of power. It's very trippy. It's got all sorts of dreamy stuff in it, and uh, great opportunities for um, romance and uh, mutants. And uh, uh, so I think uh, I think we will make the best rendition of the Tempest. I honestly think that uh, Tromeo and Juliet, which James Gunn and I, well, James Gunn really uh, deserves the writing credit. Um, I spent five years on Tromeo and Juliet script. And I couldn't get there, and he uh, he made it all happen. Uh, I think that is that really. I think that film just might be the best. Uh, being objective, I think Tromeo and Juliet could very well be the best treatment of Shakespeare. Period. Uh, you know, if you can get through uh, some of the sex and violence, 
which as time goes on becomes uh, less and less of a problem based on what you see on TV these days. Mm -hmm. uh, I think when the dust settles, uh, Tromeo and... In fact, the Museum of Modern Art just uh, did a... Uh, they did a... Uh, Breaking Bard uh, series uh, where they showed the, the the best Shakespeare movies, and uh, the Tromeo and Juliet was was there, was right there with them. That's awesome. And I think we can do. I mean, I don't mean to be arrogant, but I think we will uh, do a really interesting job with the uh, Tempest because uh, I can feel it. You know, it's uh, it's it's I I'm I sort of am Prospero. I am losing powers and. Uh, and uh, I do take a lot of drugs and uh, do uh, masturbate and do... Uh, uh, I mean, no, 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 what am I... What, what, <laughs> uh, that was, I got you confused with my psychiatrist. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, I can relate to Prospero at this point. That's and, right. Uh, and I think it's, uh, it's always been my favorite play. From the time I was in eighth grade and read it, um, I, I fell in love with The Tempest. And, uh, I, was, I was happy to hear that you were, uh, you were going down that avenue again. Actually, the original reason for this question was to see if you were going to hit that avenue again, and then, of course, you kind of uh, uh, alluded to that at the uh, earlier part of the show, so I'm glad that that one's coming along. Here's the problem with The, with the, with the Tempest. Uh, the Tempest has this great setup, right? Uh, these people are wrecked on an island in a storm, and the magician uh, got them there, and uh, blah, blah. But there's no ending. He doesn't do anything. He, at the end, uh, uh, he, he uh, has a big party and uh, forgives everybody, and, uh, okay, everybody, you're forgiven, let's go home. Uh, you know that's a problem. So um, if you guys have any ideas, uh, send me an email. It has a third act. If any problem. of your <laughs> listeners, if any of your listeners have some uh, ideas for humor <clears throat> that could be uh, interwoven into the Tempest, some additional humor or modern day humor or interesting, I think I think uh, I think the way we're going with the Tempest uh, is um, I mean we just we just came up with a synopsis. Uh, I think we're about to go into a first draft, but uh, I wouldn't guarantee it. But I think the way we're going, uh, Scott and Jeremiah, is the um, uh, it's going to be uh, framed by the pharmaceutical industry uh, issues. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we're a nation of addiction of a of addicts. Uh, the New York Times just had this huge article about how uh, o opioids mm -hmm. uh, opioids are just uh, decimating all fifty states, and uh, who. Why would you be surprised when this generation, your generation, uh, is uh, has been brainwashed with television from morning to night? There are ads on TV about the, the miracles of, of of the purple pill and uh, Cialis and the, this pill and that pill. And if you're taking Prozac, you, you here's another pill that you take with Prozac. <laughs> and and uh, so I think that's that's a very good theme for. Um, for this uh, tempest that we're going to do, uh, and and pretty much everybody's addicted to something these days. If it isn't the the uh, the, the prescription drugs, it's booze or it's sex or it's uh, the social engineering where you you can't say a word in public without some asshole uh, criticizing <laughs> you like they did with Steve Martin on uh, Oh my goodness I heard yeah. about that that may be yeah, so absolutely angry. yeah we 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 go off the rails on this podcast all the time about the over we're very respectful and and respectable um and definitely respectful to people and all their cultures and everything but like the over PC uh, dear white right dear uh, white people what was yeah. that thing with MTV dear white men dear white people what did, what were, Oh my God! What kind yeah. of bullshit? I mean, so it's 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 a it's it's a a um, 
1984 uh, version, yeah. right? It's like uh, Brave New World. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I so, just... Uh, we're going we're gonna to weave that into this, uh, I hope, uh, in some way. I think Prospero will be a victim of both of... Uh, of, of of getting kicked out of his own uh, company of uh, where he was making uh, pharmaceuticals to help uh, people and and also uh, public shaming where he uh, mistakenly wore a sombrero on Cinco de Mayo or something he did something to and had all that public shaming like uh, Steve Martin did. Yeah, I'm the only thing is I don't know that. why Steve Martin took down his tweet. I don't I didn't get it. He was he was uh, publicly shamed by social justice warriors and that's what you do I guess is you It's you, easier to back yeah. down than to fight which, back. Which is which is terrible, which is yeah. not really the free anything, speech. Though. He said nothing bad. He said I nothing. know. I, no. I took his words I I took his exact words, put quotes around them and put it up the next day on my Twitter and uh you know, with, uh, nobody seemed to get to. In fact, a lot of people retweeted it. And then the next day, I took out Carrie Fisher's name, used the same quote, and put in Debbie Reynolds' name. Uh, you know, ever since I was a young uh, man, I clever. thought that Debbie Reynolds mm-hmm. was so sexy, and she was also. And then the third day, I took out Debbie Reynolds' name and put in uh, Betty White's name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Hey, I can understand she was that. Dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that guy went on Patreon or whatever it. Kickstarter and wanted to raise money to save save Betty, Betty White, White from 2016. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You guys hear about that? Yeah, yeah. I think another we about successful it. Kickstarter. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, but see, the Troma fans. Uh, yeah, he got thousands of dollars. Yeah, uh, and the she, Troma and she fans uh, enjoyed it. They didn't have any problems. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, it, it was successful. She lived, so clearly it worked. So. It uh, did indeed. He deserves a hundred thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Moving on to oh, number yeah. six of the ten questions. Forgot we're still in ten questions here. We yeah. are. Yeah. Um, number six. What is the strangest prop that you've ever had to order from your special effects department? The strangest props. The uh, strangest prop. You've had weird stuff in oh, your you, movies. Yeah, Lloyd. yeah. This <laughs> might be a hard one, actually. There's so I, many. But I was I watching Tromeo and Juliet. There was like a goblin sorry? dick or something like that. Yeah, yeah. the Tromeo and Juliet with the big uh, alien goblin dick or whatever the heck it, you would call it. Well, right. that's uh, he's actually developed into a, a subsidiary uh, character for us in several movies. Yes. Uh, his name is Harry Balls. Uh, if you use the long A, Harry Balls. Uh, and um, he is the three-foot penis monster. Yes. And he had a, a brief cameo in uh, Tromeo and Juliet, but our fans loved him, so he was brought back uh, for a kind of a walk uh, I, I hate to say walk-on, but a uh, throb-on <laughs> in terra firma. And, um, and then ever since, he's uh, been appearing in uh, all of our movies, and uh, you noticed, I'm sure, in Poultry Geist that... Uh, uh, Harry Balls became a um, uh, kind of had a chicken uh, uh, makeup on, but uh, so he's become kind of a very important part of our. And he's he's been hosting some of our short pieces and uh, uh, introductions to DVDs and and yeah. when we had Troma, uh, we had a TV show going in England, uh, BBC uh, called Troma Troma's Basement, I think. No, Troma's Edge TV. And uh, he uh, introduced, uh, he had a couple of skits in that. And uh, uh, so he's, he's uh, at first it seemed really weird, like you say, but uh, now he's uh, part of the trauma, the trauma team, the trauma, the constellation of stars. 
or as we, as others say, the constipation of Star Wars Central. <laughs> well, is there so? Is there anything weirder than that that you've ever had to go to your special effects department and be like, "Hey, aside from this three foot dick, uh, we need you to make X, Y, or Z." Well, we had to throw a dog into the into Niagara Falls, and uh, we uh, we couldn't find anyone who'd let us throw throw their, their dog. Into <laughs> yeah, so we made a dog that was look looked like a bathroom uh, rug. <laughs> and we threw that into the uh, threw that into the Niagara Falls, and uh, gets a huge laugh. I don't know, <laughs> hey man, there's nothing very, better than the old very funny the old dog in Niagara Falls joke. Yeah, yeah. I don't think too many dogs have actually jumped in there, but you never know. I don't know. At any rate, uh, um, uh, I work for PETA, by the way, People's Ethical Treatment yeah. of Animals. I do a lot. I've done some pro bono. Uh, work and we made a uh, trauma style uh, public service announcement so i i certainly don't want any of your listeners to think that i find any kind of um, abusing of animals uh, oh we wouldn't assume that for a second no, no absolutely no, not we're, yeah. we're, we both love animals yeah so. hence hence the whole non-social justice warrior uh, non-pc everybody knows what is a joke and what isn't um, yeah that's the thing you know that's the problem you're right they 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 don't want to know what's a joke and what isn't right yeah. Yeah, right. They don't want to know. I mean, Meryl Streep had no trouble standing up for the pedophile, but but uh, when there's a room where 99.9% of the people uh, are phony left, uh, phony uh, liberal social justice warriors, uh, of course you'll make that speech, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because right, you can pat yourself on the back and also uh, risk-free, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love this foreign, what is it, the foreign something... Foreign Reporters, Foreign Journalists Award, Golden Globe. It's about foreign, foreign correspondence, right? There wasn't one Chinese, there wasn't one Japanese, there wasn't one. Uh, uh, talk <laughs> about Oscars so white. Uh, where were the? Uh, uh, that is true. The, Golden Globes. Where so were the white. yellows? It's more, yeah, it's more <laughs> just Oscar so American. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where were the? I mean, Japan and Korea. Uh, uh, are making some of the greatest movies. They're certainly making the best uh, fantasy horror films these days. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of South Korea's unbelievable horror stuff. Scene. And it's great, yeah. too. It's really good. Yeah, the That's horror. why it's all bullshit. All these awards are bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's the best toothpaste award? You only have two toothpaste. You get two... You got Colgate and you've got the Crest. Yeah. And the other <laughs> toothpaste, nobody knows what they are. And uh, where's the award for best toothpaste? You know, it's... It, 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 there are thousands of there's right hundreds of other toothpaste but you don't know about them it's same with the movies these weren't the best movies come on it's just so ridiculous and everybody buys it you know my wife is watching this stupid thing I was at least live streaming and smoking dope while I was <laughs> watching and even then I had to turn the fucking thing off even then I went to back to porn after I watched about a <laughs> like, this is too degrading <laughs> Right, I hope your porn search. search was also Golden Globes. Yeah, Golden Globes <laughs> porn. Boom. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're all sitting around giving each other globe jobs, and and yeah. uh, it just I, I about a th- two thirds of the way through, I just couldn't stand it. I just and I, and and I did live stream the whole thing last year, uh, so it's not like I haven't done it before, but I just couldn't. I couldn't bear it. it well, was I th- so yeah, I, I think you you said it best when you were saying they were they're high fiving each other for thinking the same way, like being like, yeah, we're all exactly the same way, and all that. Um, and she's high fiving herself, right? She's yeah. He's high fiving herself, and then you cut. Let's okay, cut now to Denzel Washington. He's looking so serious <laughs> and intense. And now let's cut to Mel Gibson. 
who has this. <laughs> I can't tell what his expression was. He and uh, that uh, the younger guy, Favreau, or whoever it was, uh, one of those trendy guys was sitting there. Uh, they looked to me like they hated Meryl Streep, but I was just guessing that. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to actually keep talking about like major studios and stuff like that because I'm actually curious in uh, number seven of our uh, ten questions here, if you could take over one major studio, I'm talking, you know, Fox, uh, Columbia, Sony, uh, you know, Universal, MGM, any of those big ones, um, and, and be able to run it any way you want, no questions asked, Lloyd Kaufman runs the studio, which studio would you choose with all their properties? I, I think they're all odious. I, I, uh, oh boy, I. You could throw them all away too. Well, no. I think what I would do would be to take. I, I, I guess I would take one of them, and I think they're all comparable. Uh, uh, but instead of making movies for two hundred million dollars, or now, what is the average budget? Somewhere fifty or eighty million, or I would give. I would uh, not for. I would not permit movies to be made for 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 more than a, 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 a small number of millions and i would still use the same amount of money to make movies but that way you would have thousands of really 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 well-made movies you'd have thousands of move of movies that would cost between one million and five million and i guarantee you the world would be a much better place a much freer place uh, 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 and, and uh, you know, people keep asking me, "What would you do if you got two hundred million dollars to make a movie?" That's an obscenity. <laughs> yeah. The people we should spend two hundred million dollars on Doctor Strange, while while uh, children are being uh, uh, torn apart in Aleppo, or while the Rohingya are being exterminated by the Chinese in Xi'an Province, or by uh, <laughs> by what Kabila's doing in Zaire and exterminating. Uh, uh, the, the other race there, and 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 yet we should be proud of spending two hundred million dollars of the Earth's uh, resources on a fucking piece of shit like uh, like a Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's obs- I mean, uh, you know, no. let's say Rogue One is great. Rogue One is great. Let's say it's great. Uh, 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 I'm agnostic on that. Uh, but to spend two hundred million dollars, it's uh, it's an obscenity. It's disgusting, right? To have the 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 the, the display of wealth, red carpets, and did anybody say even a peep at the Golden Globe about uh, uh, Aleppo uh, or about uh, what's going on in Africa or the drought? Uh, the children are dying uh, in uh, South Africa, Southern Africa, because of the uh, global warming. And nobody gives a shit, right? Yeah, it's about, I, oh, Kim Kardashian's jewelry has been recovered. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, shove it up her ass. No, <laughs> no I, yeah, I, I, I told you. Yeah, it all I fit agree. up her ass. They found it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even, it was up her giant ass. I don't even it watch those stolen. It was up her ass. I mean, give me a fucking break. Well, yeah, I can't uh, stand it. I cannot stand it. So that's what I would do. It, and it's an obscenity that we, who live in a, in a world where children, uh, half a million children are dying every year of uh, of some disease, and a lot of it is starvation, that that this mm-hmm. this worshiping of uh, of red carpet mentality uh, it, it's disgusting it's horrible I, I I wouldn't be a part of it I couldn't be a part of it well and that I I, I feel like you might suffer from a a, a little uh, condition I like to call uh, empathy which unfortunately plagues <laughs> <laughs> yeah which unfortunately yeah, I'm is also 
Ms. I'm Temple. also probably fucking jealous of those people with their <laughs> hookers and their drugs and their multiple houses yeah. and uh, and all these hot chicks and hot boys and all that. What probably uh, they're hot chicks made of drugs. There's a touch of jealousy there, <laughs> yeah. to, to be perfectly honest. No, but, I, but I, nonetheless, but I, I find it obscene that uh, the Golden Globes, nobody did a shout-out. Yeah. Again, I turned it off about two-thirds of the way. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Meryl Streep has a mansion that's worth about as much as the GDP of a small uh, African country. I'm just well, guessing. Mean, you know, it, it really is disgusting. I mean, there's no school teachers barely surviving, and these fat assholes are making uh, several million dollars a year. But I made Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I deserve more money than teaching children. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. We have a shortage of nurses. Uh, we have a yeah. shortage of doctors. Even. Uh, you know, it's, uh, and and the rest of the world. Oh my God. I mean, I've been all over the world. I've been to Yemen. I've seen how people in Yemen. I was there for two weeks. They're wonderful people. They're beautiful. But they got. They, 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 and now, oh my God. They, I mean, I, I I I weep when I think of. You know, I was there. I, I met people. I talked to human beings who are now, uh, you know, just starving and living, uh, being bombed by uh, by um, a proxy war. You know, Russia and our little our little vassals are just decimating ben, uh, Yemen, among other places. And not one fucking peep. That's why Marlon Brando deserves some some real kudos because he he didn't go up to the to, to accept the award she goes up and accepts the award right she 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 had her big ego trip marlon brando sent an indian woman up he re- he refused to accept his award and he sent up an indian woman uh rather attractive uh, who said uh, hey folks uh, i'm here um the, we indians are being treated like shit mm-hmm. and uh we're not going to take it anymore and everybody went oh my god oh what's this all about and Marlon Brando was, uh, cha- you know, was considered, uh, he was shunned. But that's the first time anybody ever heard about the Indians in this country. We never, t- it was never talked about until Marlon Brando. Never. And I've had a very good education, believe me. In all my educated years, I never once heard anything about, uh, uh, you know, except that some, you know, maybe uh, I went to an Episcopalian school. I remember the minister did some work out in, uh, out in Utah with uh, the Utes, I think. And my brother was in Vista. But I mean, but nobody talked about the Indians. Nobody now. The Indians are a cause celeb, right? And oh, they won the World the Series, moment, yeah. didn't they? Win the World Series or something? Uh, yeah, well, they won the World the, Series. Those yeah. Indians did. I yeah. mean, they, they finally ago. saw success after years of failure. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they won the basketball series. That's it. The, but, the Cubs were the Cubs uh, won the World. Oh, Series. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah. The, the, but the yeah, point yeah. is, Brando did <laughs> something great. He. Meryl Streep shouldn't. She shouldn't have shown up. She should have sent somebody. She right. should have sent the retard or whatever, whoever Trump made fun of. She should have sent that guy, right? Right. Have exactly. him go up and accept the award. Uh, and uh, Meryl Streep wants me to accept the award. It's a disgrace the way we're treated in this country, and it's especially a disgrace the way the uh, uh, president-elect treated me and uh, and uh, Meryl Streep and uh, you know. Uh, and that would have made that would have been a real that would have been something that would have been something but uh but she she had to have her moment and uh, and then uh, that bullshit speech yeah that, now, that I, I i totally understand that yeah and she she gave polanski a standing ovation and by the way that yeah. <laughs> she's not alone uh, de niro yeah. and and scorsese presented Ilya kazan do you remember him mm-hmm. he got the lifetime achievement oscar several years ago 
Ilya Kazan, uh, uh, name names during the 50s. He turned in his fellow directors to the House of Un-American Activities Committee. Yes. Oh, the he, he helped era. people commit yeah. suicide. He ruined, yeah. he ruined careers. He was a fascist. And he did the same thing in his homeland when the Greeks and the Turks were fucking each other. He was uh, right in there uh, um, being a traitor to his people. And, and uh, here's De Niro and Scorsese not just standing up for him, but giving him the fucking award. And you could see Spielberg couldn't quite, he, he, would, he, he couldn't figure out how, should I get up, should I not get up? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, what's his name? You know, some of them, uh, I think John Voight and uh, one or two others refused to stand up for Kazan. But, uh, you know, most of them, uh, sure, they'll give Hitler a standing ovation. <laughs> now, I, I love that you mentioned the president-elect a moment ago because uh, our next question is about him. Uh, number eight, uh, and this is something that I want to make sure I'm clear on. Uh, we've heard that you speak fluent French. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Or we, if you prefer. Yes, we. we. Perfect. Very good, yeah. Now, if you need proof. If you need proof. <laughs> perfect. Hold on yeah. one second. Are we going to film today? Did I give you... Hold on one second. Did sure. I give you... Sure. Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to remember. Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, that's absolutely uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, go on. The president, uh, um, the president erect. I mean, uh... You know, in uh, in Japan, uh, yeah, they I call know. him the president erect because they oh, have difficulty too pronouncing the word R. Yeah, so uh, I, don't a lot of I don't think it's over in Japan. <laughs> I don't think his tiny micro penis could get erect, but that's a that's a different story for a different day. Well, they have trouble pronouncing the word. You know, they get the L's and the R's confused, so they <laughs> they don't say. Uh, yep. Pleasant, president, president erect, erect, yes. and uh, and uh, so. Uh, uh, that actually reminds There's a me. A lot of misunderstanding going on in that department. Anyway, uh, where were we? Something yeah, I was going to say. Uh, elect. Yeah, I was asking uh, if you do speak fluent French, which you do, uh, could you say something in French about our new president elect? Uh, Monsieur le Président Trump, est, uh, <laughs> 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 il est un salaud. Il est, uh, il est uh, je crois. Pas un gentil homme. Uh, J'ai pas voté pour lui. Et, uh, mais, mais quand même, je voudrais, uh, je voudrais attendre uh, ce qu'il va faire parce qu'il va bouger, uh, il va bouger la merde, la merde. Il va bouger la merde. Il va, il va, il va sans doute, il va changer les choses. Et je suis optimiste. Uh, il y a dans l'histoire américaine, il y a des autres présidents qui étaient. Uh, good night, Maria. Bonsoir. Il euh, y avait des autres présidents euh, médiocres ou, ou méchants qui euh, ont surpris euh, la publique. Euh, par exemple, Chester Arthur a créé le civil service. Il a, euh, il a euh, arrêté patronage et euh, il a installé euh, le civil service euh, dans lequel on peut. C'est pas. On n'a pas son boulot à cause de politique, mais à cause de, de, de mérite. Very nice. Beautiful. Uh, and it, now, translate. Do, do we, I was going to say, do yeah, you get a translation? Say, to, to those of the, the, the folks out there who do not, we actually uh, probably do have, I think we do have a lot of Canadian listeners. We uh, do. We're very uh, close French, to the French Canadian because we're uh, in Vermont, right across the, the way from uh, Montreal. For those non-Canadian uh, listeners, uh, there's non-French listeners. I said what the Beatles said. I said what the Beatles said. Yes. Let it be. He's in. He got elected. Yeah. It's our democracy. Let it be. And let's see what he does. Give exactly. him a chance. I, you, I, I heard. I heard optimist. I heard Chester Arthur. So I think we're yeah. 
Well, Chester A. Arthur was a hack. He was a, a Tammany Hall. Uh, yep. They thought he was a crook, and he got to be president because Garfield was uh, was assassinated, and uh, 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 a dog took Garfield and uh, the cat and destroyed him. And no, no, that's the wrong Garfield. <laughs> uh, there was that's a president <laughs> named Garfield. I got them all mixed up, but yeah. he was assassinated, and then uh, this hack came along. And um, and uh, he 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 did some good things. He also did some very bad things. Um, but he uh, he did a, he did get rid of patronage. He, you couldn't buy your if you your CIA job. You, it was it, he established the civil service, the civil service, so you can have uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of mediocre, overpaid people with pensions and health plans and everything that you and I don't have who are living <laughs> off your tax dollars. Yep. <laughs> but they weren't political appointees. <laughs> so, um, at any rate, uh, but I'm not bitter. I'm just a, uh, <laughs> well, you waiting to die. You ba- you ba- based on that, you're going to have to make this a you're going to have to make this a two part uh, interview. It's going to have to be return to return to. Lord we, we actually, actually just, are going to do that. Yeah, yeah we actually just yep. wrote that in the notes with between each other. We're like, all right, this is a two parter now. Yeah, I because I, we ne- we did not want to censor anything. We want to like keep this as as drawn out as possible because we love hearing what you have to say and actually uh, we've only got a couple questions left in the 10 questions here and the, and the next one is what is your fav- favorite guilty pleasure? Uh, masturbation for sure hands down and I mean hands <laughs> down, down there <laughs> I love your wordplay there by the no way there is no question it is never it's always going to be terrific right that's a guilty pleasure oh I, I know my dick better than anybody it's it's yeah <laughs> Would you like to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> offline, Lloyd. Offline. Here. Uh, yeah. Oh no, we got a few minutes to kill. Go wearing? ahead. Go ahead. What are you wearing, Jeremiah? Uh, Tell me. I'm, Tell I'm me real slow. Real slow. Wearing a black shirt. Oh, stop! I can't stand it. <laughs> All right. What's question number nine? Oh, that uh, was that, number that nine. Was, that was it. Uh, so number ten. Number ten. Uh, in five words or less, describe Troma Studios. Troma Studios is a um, a. a, 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 a place where um where um films uh, are uh, trauma studios <laughs> I, I think i started the interview with this but trauma studios <coughs> is a um is a, a place it is not a studio it is a building in which uh, we make uh, movies that uh, come from our hearts and our souls and in which we occasionally are able to empower uh, new young talented artists to create one of a kind art and um, disrupt the um, baby food world we live in the homogenized vertically integrated world of uh, conglomerates that is and to that effect we worship at the knee of uh, net neutrality on the internet Ooh, uh, six books. Uh, I've written six books and uh, you know uh, one of the big fears of Donald Trump and his uh, gang is that they're going to uh, permit the phone companies and the ISPs to mm-hmm. make a superhighway uh, that only the rich and powerful will be able to afford to put their content on. Yes. So your podcast won't go on the superhighway. No, it It'll go on the shit dirt road that Troma will be on, <laughs> and the public won't want to bother to go there because Comcast will uh, throttle it or mm-hmm. um, or uh, just uh, not upkeep it so that it'll be buffering for 10 minutes to get there like like in the days of CompuServe or the dial-up uh, the dial-up uh, um, um, 
service ISPs, yep. right? Uh, and and um, and that's the end of us, and that's the end of you, and that's the end of innovation. And remember, uh, look at the innovation we've had. Uh, Netflix it changed the whole all this changed the whole face of entertainment. Uh, Kickstarter. How many inventions and uh, wonderful things have come through Kickstarter? These are all things that wouldn't be here without the uh, without the internet. And there are cures for cancer that are being uh, done on the on the internet, which, because people can uh, organize themselves and communicate and create communities and uh, and all this horseshit that CNN is talking about. Uh, with you know, they're part of Warner Brothers and part of, who are part of um, um, Time Warner. You know. Uh, they, they want to get rid of the net neutrality. So they say, oh, it used to be that they talked about porno, right? Oh, we have to get rid of net neutrality because we're going to be inundated with porno and <coughs> and child pornography. They use that, they use that argument uh, to stop all new technology. They use that about VHS. Oh, if you, but if you let VHS, there'll be no copyright law, there'll be pornography everywhere, there'll be pedophilia. Then when... Uh, and when the uh, and now they're using this exact same argument to get rid of net neutrality and but they know the porno thing doesn't work anymore because everybody loves porno everybody oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right the pope was watching it you got the pope watching it you got osama <laughs> bin laden watching it well that I mean, porno is everywhere it's in our dna so what they say now is oh all this fake news it's tearing apart our uh, you know that's how trump got elected because uh, you know blah blah blah, blah 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 and all the fake so the way to get rid of that is uh, we'll put in a superhighway where comcast and and uh, yeah. variety we can control the news. Responsible and, yeah. people will run it, and uh, yeah. and uh, you know, so we're fucked if they get. And everybody out there uh, should be contacting their uh, registered uh, voter, their elected official, and the FCC, and say, "Hey, folks, you get rid of net neutrality, and we're getting rid of you." Well, yeah, well, we, we we did that once already. Like, if you remember, like it was uh, not that long Sopa. ago. The, yeah, Sopa, exactly. Right? With, Sopa. with 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 Sopa, yeah. the the. The people banded together and and really crushed the industry that was trying to kill it. Sopa was an was a yes. Trojan horse. That was a, yep. that was an attempt to. That was a a, 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 a what do you call it. Um, um. Statue of Liberty play to get rid of net neutrality. Yeah, and, 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 and people recognized it and came together, and we all like. So as long as we band together and know when our liberties are being uh, like encroached upon, then we yeah, we bro. can actually get like like band together and make sure that we the people actually really do have the power because we well, can tell these people. Let's hope so. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, you know, my daughter worked for uh, Senator Al Franken for a couple of years. Oh, very uh, the cool. The same daughter that created Kitsplay. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And she said she said that they the 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 most the most amount of uh, email and letters and phone calls and faxes the most by far was against SOPA. Yeah. And that was called mm -hmm. the Stop. They called it the Stop Online Piracy Act. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with stopping piracy because the no. American government is abetting piracy. They're helping piracy in China, right? They're looking they're letting the Chinese steal all of our work except for the top uh, 50 movies uh, made by the majors, right? I by the way, go to Huffington. Huffington has asked me to write uh, You've written for Huffington before, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. I did there's a piece on Huffington. I think they shared it quite a bit about uh, net neutrality. Uh, I think it was about net neutrality. Uh yes, uh, there was a uh, there was one on about net neutrality where I made a nice video. I've made a few of them about net neutrality. And I'm going to be uh, I was just asked to be a keynote speaker in uh, 
Silicon Valley in Palo Alto uh, at a big um, annual tech, tech uh, like CES kind of a thing, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. they want me to talk about uh, net neutrality and the open Internet and how, how Troma, a 43-year-old movie studio, um, fits in there, in there and how important it is to us and why we have to keep it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's absolutely great. I think you'll be a perfect speaker for that. I mean, you obviously yep. are very outspoken on this and very articulate about it. You, yeah. you know your and stuff. And you've, you've lived it. So yeah. Yeah, And yeah, I'm yeah. really good. Uh, once I've uh, had a good dose of bath salts, I am so articulate you cannot <laughs> and we're, imagine. And we're going to drop those over the underpass of I-95 to make sure you have plenty of bath salts. To <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Thank yeah. you. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. uh, what else can I do for I, you? I, I, uh, I think that's actually the end of the uh, the general interview. We are going to stay on the line with you for a little bit, uh, just me and Scott, to get a couple of names from you and stuff like that. But uh, to our listeners, other than uh, you know, uh, tell your, I would say, go to your uh, local you know independent uh, movie studio or I would say uh, movie theater and try to get them to play uh, any. Any piece that you actually think, whether it's a trauma piece or return not, return to return to Newcomb High. Yes. I've been working on it for seven fucking years. So the least <laughs> you can do, you get fucking that. slackers, is go out to your movie theater <laughs> and just say, and "Could stop you please?" Whining it. They, everybody says, "When's it coming to my theater?" Or what, "When's it going to be in theaters?" Whenever you the, want it. No to. theaters will take our fucking phone calls. It's up to the fans. Yep. They have to go to the theaters, and they do the. They they, they, they they do, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of fans who haven't seen the Return to Nukemai Volume 1. So uh, let's and make an event, a two-part yep. movie, yep. seven years seven years of Uncle Lloyd's uh, and the trauma team's life. So uh, anyway, i got to jump yep. off for a minute. Uh, can you uh, can I come back to you? And- uh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We're going we're gonna to say I'll goodbye for now. I'll put you on hold, and, and thank you very much. Thank you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, too. too. Thanks again, Lloyd. Uh, very much appreciated for that yeah, interview. That absolutely. Two-parter was amazing. Two-parter. I was actually so happy we got a two-parter out of him. Um, I'm glad that he was able to talk that much. And for those of you who have been listening to uh, the last few episodes um, and our new listeners, uh, that's not exactly what our show is all about with all interviews or anything like that. Usually we chat about Or all stuff. skits. Yeah, or all skits. Uh, uh, we, we generally talk about the stuff that fell through the cracks, some weird, uh, we kind of go down what we call a Google hole um, and get to the bottom of weird stories that you may have never heard about before. And, uh, and for those of you who are regular listeners and wonder where the hell is this regular show I'm used to just hearing of these guys brain farting all the time, that's coming back next week. Uh, so once again lloyd kaufman thank you very much and now we're going to move into our very first ever question of the week now these question of the weeks can be found on our fan group at the lost stone podcast on facebook if you'd like to join please go there and uh just ask uh it is a private group so you'll have to click the uh ask and yep. we will just let or you or join uh patreon any version of patreon right any or, version yep, of patreon uh, any, and any one of the tiers and we will we will send you something and you will be able to uh get in there so now our very first question of the week is with Trump in office, we can expect some pretty crazy headlines in the news in the next few weeks. What crazy news headlines about Trump could we expect in the next coming months? We got a, we got a bunch of And responses. I wrote, uh, flex your creative muscles. So, uh-huh. uh, Jared, do you want to start with the first one or second? Uh, even let, me, or let, let me go with the uh, let me go with the evens, actually. Cause All I, right. Yeah. I'm going to start with fear ins. This is a fear from the FYFC podcast. Uh, he wrote, Trump declares war in Alaska, stating it's been corrupted is by it, that Canadian scum. Absolutely. That, that sounds like a Trump thing to say. Is it ins or eins, you know? You Ooh, I, I'm Have not you, sure. Yeah. I've always um, said ins. All right. Well, uh, we, I'll we, find we, out. We just covered our bases. Or it could be something that's not one of those. Um, 
Number two is uh, by uh, I'm, I'm gonna guess this is a different Scott Bear because nope, uh, I I thought this was fun and chimed <laughs> right in with one. Yeah, good. Well, you wanted to give people on the first one like an idea uh, of what it's supposed to be. So Trump makes spaying and neutering illegal. Says even pets don't deserve reproductive rights. Ah, damn right. Uh, next one, Lacey Northrup. Uh, Trump appoints R. Kelly to oversee blah blah something about pissing on women blah blah. Probably a new cabinet uh, <laughs> position for the uh, agency for pissing on women. The golden cabinet. Yeah, because let's face it. Uh, apparently, uh, Trump likes to at least see women pissing on each other. I mean, I know that's just, conjecture. This conjecture. Through gold a is black, his favorite color. Through a black male tape. Yeah, he's a golden <laughs> showers. Love them. They've got to be great. Uh, anyway, we've got another one from Fear here. Oh, wait, uh, you skipped over Jason's. Oh, oh, Jason was in reply to Lacey's, I see. Ah, I, I saw that. Okay. Uh, so we got Jason right here. Toby Keith to oversee Foreign Affairs Committee. He'll put a boot in their ass. Very nice. It's way too true. Now, Fear Ends came back again and says, Trump buys Globe to learn how to pronounce the names of the countries he already claims to hate. China. <laughs> I saw that as a response. Next, we have... Uh, All right, uh, we got uh, Mandy Osipenko. Um, Trump outlaws Cheetos due to orange dust uh, supply, supply falling and the presidential stockpile running low. Very good. Because he is orange. Now we have uh, Fearins again. He liked to drop a lot of these, so we have a few from him. I, that's great. I, anybody who has a lot of ideas, fucking yep. feel free. Going through withdrawals, Trump hires all new staff so he can tell old one, one by one, you're fired. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> fear ends again. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, fear once again talks about, uh, so talks between President Ellen Johnson, Sir Leaf, and President Donald J. Trump. Uh, septic after Trump calls her sweet cheeks. I could actually see that. That could be possible. Yes. Lacey comes back again. Uh, Trump caught whis- whispering on hot mic. All I want to do is zoom, zoom, zoom in your boom, boom to Ivanka during interview. I believe the way it's supposed to sound is a, all I want to do is a zoom, zoom, zoom in your boom, boom. Gotta be whispering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, Mike Jolitz. Yeah, of the uh, Mike Jolitz podcast. Yep. Uh, Florida names a hybrid orange Trump. Very nice. And that actually covers our question of the week for this week. Uh, thank you for everyone who supplied one. Um, I hate to say it. I'm forgetting Mandy's podcast name at the moment. And it's killing me because she's a uh, listener. And I'm a listener of her show. And for some fucking reason, I'm looking it up right now because I confuse it with the name Little Geek Lost. I yeah. always confuse it with the name of the other podcast that's Geek Name, too. Yeah, well, because of Geek Girls, Geek Girls podcast. Yeah, yeah, because we've made that mistake before. And we've, we said, didn't, we've crisscrossed yes, their and names. We, and we didn't uh, forgive ourselves for it, yet and apparently we did because we just almost made the mistake again. So it's a good thing. No, I didn't want to say it. the yeah. wrong one, so I held back yeah. and was like, I'm not saying either. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, very much appreciated to everybody there. Uh, and again, going forward, any of those uh, of you out there who didn't know this existed, it just started existing as of, well, we say today, this is Monday when we're recording Yeah, this. we will be dropping uh, Question of the Weeks on Monday in our fan group. So yes. if you're not a member, join up and you can leave something and we will shout you out yep. on air. And sometimes, depending on our recording day, that means you will have uh, a few hours to reply to it or a few days, depending on when uh, Scott and I, because we leave our recording schedule pretty flexible. We'll leave a we'll leave a date yeah. stamp on there saying how long you got. Real like today, life. we said you had until five thirty. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, like, was like sorry. Yeah. Generally, we we we've not been. We've usually recorded like Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Generally, but I yeah, think that, that wraps up the show. That does. I think we actually have. Um. Uh, I, I want to say once again, thank you to all our Patreon subscribers thus far, and all of you thinking about subscribing uh, should definitely do it's so. It's definitely going to be worth it. We put a. 
we put a production value into our lost and found. That Once, you, yeah. It's a, it's a little more akin to the 150 stuff. Once again, uh, thank you to uh, especially Kelly Bear and uh, and Kyle Brock. Kyle Brock actually has his own podcast, uh, MacTac, which is uh, 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 Malachi and Kyle Talk About Cops, which is actually a... Uh, Podcast where they talk about the show cops. Yep. Uh, they haven't produced one for a while because Mr. Kyle Brock has been uh, in the process of working on a marriage. So congrats to Kyle for that. Hope to hear MacTac back, but check out their past episodes for a little while, and it's going to be great. Um, on that note, that, I yeah, think we we're got done. a song. We're going to go out on a song by what was the name of the artist? Uh, this is Scott Casey. Yep. And, and this, this is, is the uh, lo- this is the Lost at Home. No, the uh, Toxic Avenger. I believe two theme song, but it's the Toxic Avenger theme song. It's the one. It's the only one. It's and the it, real it, it one. It fits in with like, our Lloyd Yeah, we're like, yeah, get, well, you know what? Listen to the Scott Casey does it better. Yeah, Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. Have a great week. Get lost. Enemy of evil With this mighty mark you'll never